السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam o allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin it is only the grace and mercy of all matillah jalla wala that today we continue with surah nur chapter number 24 verse number 21 is our starting point in our previous lesson we were informed that you spoke with your mouth certain things ma laysa lakum bihi ilm which you had no knowledge of wa tahsabunahu hayyinan wa huwa indallahi azim and you considered it insignificant whilst it was something very significant by all might allah jalla wala hence we need to think before we ink look before we leap therefore mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam said man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir falyaqul khairan aw liyaskut that a person who believes in all might allah jalla wala and the last day meaning all the articles of faith then he should speak good things or keep quiet unless we are sure of something the hadith mentioned in mishkat sharif Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah used to wear a ring on that ring was engraved jirmuhu saghir wa jurmuhu kabir the size of the tongue is small the crime it commits is big so what should you have said when you heard that people are making these wild accusations allegations against our mother siddiqa sayyida aisha radhiyallahu anha you should have said subhanak everlasting glory be for you o almighty allah hada buhtanun azim this is a big allegation and a big accusation meaning a fabrication and a lie ya idukumullah almighty allah is giving you advices and admonishment antaudu limithlihi lest you repeat it it means allah taudu bimithli <coughs> antaudu limithli so that you don't repeat it abada any time in future in kuntum mu'minin remember at that time all these verses were not revealed so these the verses were revealed after the incident wa yubayyinu llahu lakumul ayat and all might allah is explaining to you the verses clearly and explicitly that and in detail allah is elaborating everything wallahu alimun hakim all mighty allah is all knowing all wise today we say we are in the media so people who are in the media should really think of these verses here 
Today you see on the TV and on the radios and the print media and then the social media. So all these type of things. Not for a moment am I suggesting that TV is permissible. Definitely not. We always rule is not permissible. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يُحِبُّونَ Verily those people who love أَنْتَشِيءَ الْفَاحِشَةِ That they spread the fahisha, the lewdness, the indecency, the immorality. Regarding anybody it's a sin, but it's worse. فِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Regarding those people who got iman, for them lahum adabun alimun fid dunya wal akhirah. For them there's a painful, terrible, horrible punishment in this world and the year after. In this world it is eighty lashes because they can't bring their four male witnesses. In the year after also they'll be punished. And remember that if people make sincere toba, then we told you in today's world, then Almighty Allah will forgive them. Wallahu ya'alamu wa antum la ta'alamun. Almighty Allah alone knows the past, the present, the future, and you do not know. So we don't even know what's going to happen today, sunset, sunrise time, whatever it is tomorrow. وَلَوْلَا فَضْلُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ Had it not been the grace and mercy of all, may Allah upon you. وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ رَعُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ And all, may Allah is very compassionate, very merciful, then you should have been destroyed. So it is the manifestation of the mercy of all, may Allah, Jalla wala, that all, may Allah, Azza has protected us and protected the Sahaba, obviously. We are way down the line, but we're speaking about Muslims generally as well. Today's lesson still continuing with the verses related to the incident where the munafikin and the hypocrites and remember that to some Muslims also, few of them, that they made allegations and wide accusations against Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, against Hazrat Safwan radiallahu ta'ala anha. Almighty Allah is exonerating them. Almighty Allah Jalla is proving their innocence. Hence today's lesson, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 21. Almighty Allah states, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, e iman walo, O you who bring faith, O you who believe, ye to ashikana khitabe, this is a dress filled with love and compassion. Almighty Allah addresses us 89 different places with this phrase, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu. For the non-Muslims only once, and that also to humiliate and disgrace them. Surah 66, verse number 7. Almighty Allah addresses all non-Muslims who are sane and mature, and they died in that condition. Ya ayyuhalladheena kafaru. O you who does believe, and you are non-Muslims, La Today, the day of justice, the day of resurrection. Do not cite and give any excuses. Indeed, you will be punished according to your deeds and your actions. So imagine for them once only humiliation, disgrace. And for the believers, remember 89 different places. And Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah is elevating our rank and status. 
Here there is one question. Why did all Allah never say in the Noble Quran, Ya Ladina Aslamu, O you Muslims? Always, Ya Ladina Amanu. You take the example of the human body. We have our eyes, our ears, our lungs, our organs, everything. And nothing will function once there is no ruh, there is no soul, there is no spirit. So once the soul and spirit is there, the ruh is there, everything is functioning. So similarly, Iman is the internal force. It motivates and inspires a person. What will bring Islam to the fore? What will make Muslim manifest Islam? It is their Iman. So therefore, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala addresses us. That is our real powerhouse, the catalyst and inspiration and motivation. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu e iman walo o you believe. La tattabi'u khutuwati shaytan. Do not follow the footsteps of the shaytan. When you analyze the word tattabi'u, tattabi'u has many meanings. So ye tattabi'u means that do not follow khutuwati shaytan, the footsteps of the shaytan. We need to study and analyze this verse a bit more. If you go into philology, you will find ittiba and tabi' that you have a cow, and when that cow gives birth, then that calf is called tabi'. So it follows its mother immaculately. Almighty Allah commands us, we must follow three. Who? We must follow Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Three personalities. Number one, Surah 3, verse 31. Qul in kuntum tuhibbun Allah. Say, O Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you love Almighty Allah jalla wala, then fattabi'uni. Follow me, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in all walks of life, yuhbibkumullah. Then you become the beloved of Almighty Allah, wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum, and Almighty Allah will forgive you your sins. Surah 3, verse 31. Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 100. There are certain places, maybe Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not give us directive or guidance on a particular specific issue. So we go to the beloved Sahaba, the students of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Surah 9, verse 100. وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُعَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوْهُمْ the first and the foremost among the Sahaba, the Muhajireen, the migrants and the Ansar. And those, وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوهُمْ Those who follow them immaculately bi ihsan, Who fulfill their duty with beauty and sincerity. For them, Almighty Allah is pleased with them. They in turn are pleased with Almighty Allah. And following the Sahaba is a commandment of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnatil khulafai rashidin al mahdiyin. So it shows that Almighty Allah Jalla sent Wahi to Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that you must inform them that remember they have to follow my way, Nabi Sallallahu way and the way of the rightly guided Khulafa, Sayyidina Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu majma'een and the hadith is authentic in Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi, various compilations, Ibn Majah. 
So number two, we follow the Sahaba. Three, we follow the Awliyaullah, the Imams and so forth. And that is mentioned in Surah 31, Surah Luqman, verse 15. And you follow immaculately the path of those people who turn towards me. So therefore we follow Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We follow the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een and all of them and the awliyaullah and the great scholars and jurors of Islam like Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi, Imam Malik, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah. Now there are three things we must not follow. وَلَا الشَّيْطَانِ We must not follow the shayateen's footsteps. Shayateen comes from the word shatana. Shatana means to take you far, far away from the path which Almighty Allah choked out for us. Then the shayateen, you get shayateen in human form and jinn form. And Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us Shayateen al-insi wal-jinni yuhi ba'dhum ila ba'din zukhruf al-qawli ghurura That the shayateen, you get them in human form and jinn form. And what do they do? Shayateen al-insi wal-jinni yuhi ba'dhum ila ba'd That the shayateen in human form and jinn form. They incite one another. Zukhruf al-Qawl. Word they are big, big and flowery speeches. Ghurura to deceive. See today the media, the fake news, the propaganda, the weapons of mass destruction. Till today murdering the Muslims. So all this happens. So do not follow the shayateen. Anybody who invites towards batil and falsehood is shaitan. Remember the person can be who, but once they invite towards batil falsehood, then remember that that person there, today we are speaking about, remember that we will say is shayateen al-insi wal-jin. Second one is that we must oppose and suppress our desires. Because the desires will always come and beautify the actions, like how the shaitan, the shaitan, he beautifies these vices and evil. Remember this nafs, this is our base desires. It keeps on commanding and it keeps on teaching, preaching that human being must do vices and evil. Except the one whom Almighty Allah has mercy on. Therefore beg Almighty Allah always for his mercy. So three personalities we will follow. Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa The beloved students and sahaba of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Third, the awliyaullah and the imams. But remember three we can never follow. The shayateen in human form and jinn form. And our base desires. And number three, society. Society has certain demands over us. When there is a wedding, when there is a walima, then you must drape the chairs. You must have the photography and videos. You must have the music and intermingling. So all these are haram activities. And therefore remember that human being go astray. If you are obedient the majority of the people on this earth they will lead you astray from the path of Almighty Allah so therefore we need to understand this very very important
And whosoever follows and imitates the footsteps, when you walk by the beach, you leave your footprint. So that is khutuwat. So khutwatun, the singular, khutuwat, the plural. So whosoever follows in the footsteps of the shaitan. And today remember that these films, movies, pornography, and all these things here, they all are TV. So all these are the footsteps of the shaitan. So verily the shaitan he will command you bil and that is the obscene obscene things. Today look at the amount of movies, amount of nudity, people send us emails, people crying, their marriage got destroyed because the wife, the husband is hooked up on the pawn, or they met somebody online and that person broke their marriage. So that is fahsha, the immorality and the obscenity. Well, munkar and all the forms of injustice and things that are sinful. Had it not been the grace of Almighty Allah and His mercy upon you, then Almighty Allah would not have purified any one of you. I told you that, remember, these verses were revealed after the incident. So yes, you committed this mistake, you perpetrated this mistake and sin. So Allah will purify you when you are the one to cry and make sincere tawbah. But had it not been the mercy and grace of Allah, مَا زَكَامِنْكُمْ مِنْ أَحَدٍ Then Almighty Allah would not have purified any one of you. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ يُزَكِّي مَنْ And Almighty Allah purifies whomsoever He wishes. So subhanAllah, this ayat is teaching us, Almighty Allah forgave the Sahaba. And remember that those people who criticize them like the Shias and others, they go out of the fold of Islam. Once people start criticizing Sahabas, Surah 9, verse 79, Quran says, فَيَسْخَرُونَ minhum." Those who criticize make a mockery of the Sahaba, سَخِرَ اللَّهُ minhum. Allah will mock them, وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ And for them there is a horrible, painful, terrible punishment. Surah 9, chapter 9, verse 79, and Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hadith in Tirmidhi, Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu reports the master alayhi salam said, إِذَا رَأَيْتُمُ الَّذِينَ يَسُبُّونَ أَصْحَابِي When you see those people swearing, castigating, maligning my students and my companions, فَقُولُوا Then say, لَعَنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ شَرِّكُمْ Almighty Allah jalla wa curse be upon you. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ يُزَكِّي مَنْ يَشَاءَ And Almighty Allah will purify whomsoever He wishes and decrees. وَاللَّهُ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ Almighty Allah is all-hearing, all-knowing. Nothing is obscure or hidden from Almighty Allah. The knowledge of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is all-embracing, all-encompassing. The next verse, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse number 22. So there Almighty Allah tells us the incident of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu. This ayat, this consensus, that it was revealed for Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu. The chronological events are such. It is the battle of Badr 
And that took place in Ramadan, 17th of Ramadan, a Friday, and the Muslims against all odds won. The enemies lost 70 of their men, Abu Jahl, and them were dispatched to Jahannam. 70 were taken captive. And these Sahaba are the greatest Sahaba as far as the Ahlu Sunnah or Jama'ah go. After the Ashara and Mubashara, the ten Sahaba who were given the glad tidings. So first Ashara and Mubashara, the ten Sahaba, and this three hundred and thirteen. Fourteen Sahaba were martyred there in the Battle of Badr. Now from these 313 we find that Hazrat Hassan bin Thabit, the Sha'id, the poet of Nabi Salam, was also a Badri Sahabi. And remember that we find Mistah radiallahu ta'ala anhu also was a Badri Sahabi he participated. But Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah is showing us sometimes great people can make mistakes as well. So the Munafikin and hypocrites were uttering these words, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, that something happened between Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha and Hazrat Safwan radiallahu an. They said it explicitly. We can't use those type of words. So therefore I'm using the word that they said something happened, Allah forbid. And Hazrat Mistah and Hazrat Hazrat Mistah radiallahu ta'ala and Hassan bin Thabit radiallahu an also uttered this type of words that saying the Munafikina sayings like this or they got influenced by them. Now Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an was a man of influence and substance. He had a lot of wealth and is to spend on the poor poor Sahaba. So Hazrat Mistah radiallahu ta'ala an and Hassan bin Thabit was sponsored by Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an. When he heard that they also made these statements, he took an oath and a qasam. Wallahi, in future, I am not going to spend on you. I give you money, I sponsor you, I help and assist you, and yet you go and you accuse my beloved daughter, the honorable spouse of Mustafa, sallam. No, I will not spend on you and sponsor you. After that, Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, revealed this, this verse and this ayat. Wala ya'atali. Ya'atali comes from itila. Do not take an oath. Ulul fadli minkum. Those who have grace from you, meaning wealth, wasa'ati, an abundant wealth. And yu'tu ulil qurba. That they will not spend. Do not take oath that you will not spend on your near family members. So remember Hassan bin Thabit, Sayyidina Bakr, the family also. So don't take oath, you will not spend on ulil qurba. So ulil qurba, it means the family members, the near family members. Well, masakin, and the poor, poor people like Mistah radiallahu Wal muhajirin, and those who migrated in the path of Allah. So do not take an oath. Remember that once you do good and people upset you, obviously we feel hurt, but the emotion should not get the better of us. Fi sabirillah in the path of Allah. So what should you do? Wal ya'afu, wal yasfahu. So they should forgive and they should overlook. Wal ya'afu, forgive. Wal yasfahu, and then you overlook. Many a time in life we started doing a good action. I give you three examples. The lady started wearing a scarf. She started wearing a hijab. She started wearing a niqab. And then people started making cynical remarks and unsavory comments. Oh, you also became very pious now. Oh, you also joined the tablik jamaat now. 
So this lady said, I just started where I'm to do. So she, now she takes it out. No. We need to ask ourselves, for whom am I doing this action? If I'm doing it to please Almighty Allah, then the sayings of people will not bother me. La yakhafu fillahi lawmatalaim. The criticism of those who are criticizing do not bother the pious people, the awliyaullah. Second example, a person started keeping a beard, a person started using a miswak, wearing topi, reading salat and so forth. So people say, oh, you also became a buzruk now. But the meaning it is said in a cynical manner and in a mocking manner it is told to him. So same thing. Ask yourself, what is your motive? What is your intention? Are you out there to impress people? Or are you out there to please Almighty Allah? So you see people today give charity. So when we give charity, people will tell you you're just showing off. So we need to ask ourselves, do we only give charity when people are there or do we give charity when we are in private and alone and so forth? The easy barometer to use is خلوت میں جلوت میں In privacy and private, our actions must remain the same. That is the sign that that person has sincerity. So in this text and context, Almighty Allah Jalla is first and foremost addressing Sayyidina Abu Bakr. You are the people of grace and you are the one who have abundance. So do not take an oath like this, that way you will not spend on your family members, the poor and needy, destitute, and those who are the migrants in the path of Allah. Rather forgive and rather you overlook. In English we say forgive and forget. Allah to Hibboon. Don't you love? Ayyaghfir Allahu lakum. That Almighty Allah Jalla wa must forgive you. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala no said, Uhibbu ayyaghfir Allahu li. I love that Almighty Allah Jalla wa forgives me. So that is mentioned in Bukhari Sharif as well. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu paid the kafara and you know that the kafara when you violate the oath the penalty so he paid that penalty and then he continued sponsoring Hazrat Mistah radiallahu an Hassan bin Thabit radiallahu an and the matter was resolved however there is one point here if today a person speaks like this and utters these words Allah forbid that Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha is guilty of Allah forbid this type of crimes, then that person ijma'an and the consensus is out of the fall of Islam. So we will say that you can't quote that in this text because at that time those verses were not revealed. So therefore the Sharia was revealed and evolving process took place slowly gradually the ayat were revealed so we need to be very careful and draw this distinction so all Allah states okay you abu bakr you forgave allah forgives you also wallahu ghafurur rahim all Allah jalla is very forgiving very merciful in today's life you will see sometimes that the boy and girl want to get married both of them are good and the parents are happy. But maybe this one thing, maybe the boy tried some drugs or something, you know, dacha. But now he's clean and for years he's clean. Or that girl there that, you know, maybe she did want to small things. Or maybe not zina and all that. 
So in a case like that, we're not here to promote evil. But remember, if something like this happened, then we also need to ask ourselves, are we 100% pure and clean? Didn't we commit a mistake and a sin? Sometime our employee makes a mistake. So we say, Ya Allah, I forgive him, so you forgive me. So remember that this ayat will motivate us in many, many occasions. Allah to Hibuna Ayyakfirallah Lakum. So Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah. Don't you love that Almighty Allah forgives you? Wallahu Ghafuru Rahim. Almighty Allah is very forgiving, very merciful. Mawakhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbilah.